Hello. Welcome, everybody. see Rebecca and I are going live together today and I had some tech stuff run over time so I'm trying to see if they're on here hi welcome welcome happy Thursday and happy mercury retrograde <laughs> at the same time actually mercury went into retrograde yesterday or Tuesday I don't know what day it is it's it's been a really weird month. Hi, Sarah. Hello. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's see here. Um, co-host. Ha. There's Rebecca. Okay. Cool. Oh, Wednesday. So it was yesterday, right? Because it's Thursday. So you retrograde yesterday. Hello, friend. Uh, I was just talking about scammer accounts. <laughs> oh, fun stuff. Yeah. I how's that going for you? As good as it always does. <laughs> no, honestly, scammer accounts, they suck so bad and I feel so bad because I, it happens to me too. Like anytime I follow a spiritual person or creator, you get a bunch of spiritual accounts that follow me and I'm like, oh, look at that, scammy scammers. Um, but yeah, so I have a lot of them. They exist. I know you have a lot of them. They also exist. <laughs> also, I wanted to give a shout out. I just got the most beautiful gift, but I don't know what it was called. Uh, it was like a whole, was it blizzard pearl sent like a garland with like, so if you saw my face do something weird, it was like, there are flowers on my screen and there's like a wreath and stuff. So like, that's what that was. Thank you. Oh, it's so cool. Okay. Very fun. You know, oddly enough, but maybe not oddly, maybe, maybe that's exactly what we need to be talking about. So, um, with scammer accounts, I think that really does fall into our topic today of how to energetically tell lies. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about this, what was it, two weeks ago? I don't know. We were talking about it before. <laughs> <laughs> it was time ago. <laughs> Rebecca and I were hanging out, and we were, I mean, digitally hanging out, and we were talking about how um, when someone presents with false basically themselves very falsely um it's energetically you can see that um it, with the energy and again i see it with my physical eyes because there's almost like a layer there plus just knowing and and different clairs uh, but that is something you can actually learn how to do and it's something that is we thought was really important to just kind of talk about especially right now because of things like scammer accounts but also just because of like internet stuff in general and i think people are starting to kind of pick up on it whenever someone's revealed for being like a truly terrible person people will always be like oh i knew it but how did i know it and we're like because you felt the energy because <laughs> we're all actually psychic it's just some of us call ourselves psychic and everybody else is intuitive or however you want to call yourself <laughs> yeah, no 100 percent, you really are um you really really are so yeah we want to talk about that another like random spiritual stuff and we didn't plan this, but Mercury went into retrograde yesterday. So we also get to talk about that energy too. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm wearing, I'm wearing the, my, my winged earrings today as a kind of like, hey Hermes. Um, I'm at the place in my life where I look at retrogrades and everybody's talking about chaos nowadays. And I'm just sort of like, you know what? I will dance with chaos and I will dance with Hermes and I will dance in retrogrades. And that's just what it's going to be from now on. <laughs> 
I mean, that's kind of all we can do, though, right? Like, <laughs> we're gonna do what it does, and mm -hmm. yeah, it, we're. Oh, goodness, I'm not going to get into world things. I could go too far. Let's stick to lies and things how to overcome them. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree. But I will say, so with retrogrades too and with Mercury retrograde, and I always recommend this, and I know you recommend stuff similar. It's like use it as the – when something comes up that is forcing you to pause, whether it's technology not working or – something coming up like your car breaking down and you're forced to pause because it's mercury retrograde use it as a pause time like use that as a pause time like we don't always have those times where we get to stop and think things through and stop and be like okay what how do i want to choose to feel this but that's the beautiful thing about mercury retrograde is we get that space to choose to feel like to choose to be like oh i want to do this i want to feel this way about this situation i want to navigate it in this way and that's cool. Like, that's a neat deal. I love that. Yeah. It's, I think it's a, a necessary time to be reminded of what fights are worth fighting right now. Mm -hmm. Like, at the beginning of the month, I do a, a kind of, like, upcoming read for the collective for my Patreons. And mm -hmm. right about this time, I didn't realize Mer Mercury was going into retrograde this week, but I did talk about that in the predictions of, like, it's a time to slow down. It's a time to reflect. It's a time to rest. It's a time to take that chance to actually breathe and mm -hmm. then go figure, you know, we have this new moon that's exciting. And then it was like, and retrograde. And I'm like, ah, yes, that would make sense. Wouldn't it? <laughs> totally. And we are really, and I've, I got very similar reads. Um, also did do it, did a little bit of that. Also do a card read for my patrons at the start of the month. Very similar read of like, hey, it's a time of hibernation, it's a time of pause, a lot of divine feminine energy coming up to be explored, lots of that sort of stuff. But also it's it, when I look at the energy of right now, we're in like an energy hibernation period till about the second week of January. Anyway, like our all of our energy's gotten like a wet blanket put over it, and we're all like, huh, sit and think about things. And we hate that. <laughs> no one wants to just sit and think about things. People mm -hmm. want to do stuff. And there's like a frustration, like a deep frustration of like, but I want to move. I want to make things happen. I want to know what the next steps are. And none of us get to know that yet. And that is so massively annoying because we're just sitting in the energy of that. So if you're feeling that, yes. Also, this is some of our last retrograde stuff before all the planets go direct. I believe it's at the end of January. I think all the planets go direct right during our gathering. Ooh. Because we looked at astrology to pick the date. That's right, because we oh, weren't crystal in on that. Krista picked the date. We didn't pick the date. Krista picked it uh, for our gathering. If you guys want to come hang out with us in person, you guys get to do that. We get to hang out together, and we're so excited. But I think all the planets go direct right then for the first time in a while, and so we all get to be like, wee! <laughs> Yeah, it's just sort of like, we have our safety belts on and we're going to drive now. <laughs> oh. oh my goodness. Yeah, okay, wild things. Uh, because I had a consultation with somebody today who's coming to the conference and mm -hmm. uh, they were like, I, I don't know, we, we were talking about it. We were talking about excited, how excited we were about it. And then I was like, yeah, in like a month, in like a month and a, a week, that's happening in like a month and not even two weeks because math uh all the same though like part of me wanted to be like you know like oh no and then I thought about it and then I thought about like how much 
time and space and work that you myself crystal and have put in and i just felt such a relief and it was like the same relief that i've been feeling this whole time where i was just like yeah we all have been taking different parts we have a wonderful team of various people between volunteers and other people who are going to be helping us readers vendors everything has just been coming into place and it's not been falling into place it's just like every time that we meet up more and more great things seem to be happening and i'm just i get more and more excited about it every single time plus i i keep talking about this with people it's in january for a reason the climate in richmond is not so bad in january uh there it's richmond virginia um but also that can be a, such a lonely month it can be such a slow month such a cold month and that's why we wanted to have it that month because you know for anybody who may be suffering from seasonal depression or it just like the feeling kind of lonely after the holidays or something like that or wondering oh you know is is like is my tribe somewhere or my people somewhere that kind of thing that's why we wanted to have it in january because we're like dude let's get together let's make the best of things that we can make out mm -hmm. of this month that so often is forgotten and nobody talks about and people are just lonely and cold during that month mm -hmm. no yeah january is the like the really big seasonal depression month i guess so yeah it's it's we decided to do it then on purpose so we could hang out together and get our spiritual energy together. And when you gather together with other spiritual people and all of a sudden you no longer have to pretend to be anything again, speaking on talking about seeing lies energetically, that's the beautiful thing of like, if you've not ever had a chance to be in one of those sacred safe spaces, like that's the energy we're holding around this on purpose, because that is something that we're all very, very deeply passionate about. And we just want people to find community and find connection and find growth and, and get to meet your spiritual friends. And yes, someone said, wait, Richmond, Virginia? Yep, Richmond, Virginia. That is where we're gonna be hanging out. It is the last weekend of January. It's called Sacred Spaces Gathering. Come hang out with us. It's gonna be super fun. We're so excited. <laughs> yes, and in both of our bios, you can see links to the webpage, which Emily created, by the way. That was part of what you were doing for us, so. And it's continually updates, <laughs> so. <laughs> what is this? Are we doing this thing? It's going to be updated. It's, it always updates and we have, we're adding more and more stuff like all the time. So really excited. Um, I, I did get an important question. I wanted to honor the conference first because I'm still just so excited about it. I just so happened to come up today in consultations. But um, Joey over here really needs to know. I mean, I need to know too. I'm also invested. Did Emily ever find Hermes the hamster? No. I'm like this close to buying another hamster and letting Hermes have a say in like which one I get to like pick it out so that like I can appease Hermes. But here's the problem. I know when I buy another hamster that freaking Hermes is going to help me find the other one. And then I'm going to have double hamsters. And I know that's going to happen. You can, you can hamster in each hand. I would need that. <laughs> I feel like it's mentality though. Who needs that? Well, <laughs> so chances are good if I don't find, like I, we did a Friendsgiving last week and we cleaned a ton of stuff and I did not find Hermes while doing all that cleaning. So I'm like, okay, I think I've reached, I've reached the, I need to let Hermes pick out his own hamster or, or horse or whatever the fuck he wants. Um, and then... <laughs> And then I'll find the other one. So we'll, next time we go live, I'll just have like a hand. <laughs> this is the one I got. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just yes. That'll be good. That that way my followers, because you know, they're invested clearly. They they have a memory. So yeah. As am I. I would love to find him. I have put effort into finding him. <laughs> There's only so much a person can do when it comes to searching for a hamster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not a live hamster, it's a wormy thing. If you're just joining, I'm not <laughs> Alive like I'm trying to find a warmy hamster. He's like a stuffy. He's not a live one. I did not lose my hamster in that way. <laughs> I think that's part of the joke, though, that, yeah. you know, it's somewhere in the ether, assumably. And now whenever you talk about it, you have people that that's part of the trickster, right? Where it's just sort of like, you have a real hamster? Someone it, did it move with you? You know, all of that stuff. But that's part of it. <laughs> Part of it, but no, not a living one, a stuffed animal one. That's for grounding. <laughs> um, I just have someone ask a question, and I think we're both very well qualified to speak about it, so I'd love to bring it up. Um, Wraith asks, and I'm sorry to jump in, but is it normal that someone would sense spir- or child spirits gathering around them? Which I think is very interesting. So I figured I would throw that in there. What is your thought? I really did think the hamster was dead. I am so sorry that someone thought that the hamster was dead. It's not real. If it was a real animal, it'd be a lot easier for me to find because I can communicate with a real animal and be like, the fuck you are? Where are you? It's not that, though. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, okay. Now <laughs> so I'm like, hamster. You know, there's some people on my end, too, being like, a real, not a real one. Oh, I thought we were talking about a real one. <laughs> Great. I hope I hope Hermes is enjoying this somewhere wherever he may be. Um, I yes. literally have a Mercury tattoo to try to make Mercury nicer to me, and it doesn't fucking work. <laughs> I mean, that's great effort, though. Like, I think it's great. Hermes, be nice to me. I have a bee. It's right here. I, I can't. This is too tight to show you, but like, I have a bee dedicated to you. <laughs> I was gonna say, I believe you. The energy of what you're telling me feels like the truth. So. <laughs> Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. um, Okay. So the question on uh, picking up on child spirits. So Mm -hmm. I I look at a few different categories. One of which is when people say or feel that they draw um, ghost spirits in particular. Um, I'm assuming this is more of the ghost frequency rather than like the past loved one frequency, though sometimes they do kind of um, overlap. So some people, they just have a natural, I would say either like an output or an energy, or I've also talked to ghosts who say that some people look brighter than other people. And so they're drawn to them for whatever reason. I, I try not to overthink it. I compare it to like corporeal people where sometimes somebody in a room just feels, looks brighter. And you might be compelled to that to go to them for some reason. Maybe it's their charisma. Maybe it's what they're wearing. Maybe they look like somebody you knew. Um, for children's spirits in particular, I would take that and maybe apply it to how the energy sits with a person. Um, if perhaps they have this caring nature to them, uh, perhaps unknowingly they work with a deity that works with children's spirits, perhaps unknowingly they have a guide who helps work with children's spirits. Maybe when they are asleep, they help children's spirits and they just don't necessarily necessarily realize it. Um, I do see that as a potential sort of area for death work, um, like psychopomp work and 
helping spirits just have a better mentality on the other side, whatever that might mean for them. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I would apply it kind of the same way to somebody that might draw spirits to them in general. It just so happens that that energy matches better with children. But you also see that with childcare workers, like a really great childcare worker. Um, I'm thinking of a friend of mine in DC, if you're watching, you know what I'm talking about. She just has this beautiful energy about her and children just light up when they see her. And I could easily see how that may also carry over into the spiritual world as well. In fact, I don't see why it wouldn't. I think the main difference is some people realize it. Some people can actually give energy to these spirits and some people don't realize it and they could still be doing the same thing. What do you think? I think uh, very close. I, I fully agree with everything you're saying. I would say just also on a soul journey thing, maybe it's you're supposed to work with these beings. Maybe this is just something you decided on um, pre-coming on planet. And I would say it is more about figuring out how you want to, um, if you want to, and what you want to do with that. It's totally up to you and, and your own energy. And any research you do centered around your own developing your own psychic abilities or doing psychopomp stuff or, um, you know, communicating with spirits, anything like that. Just make sure that it, you understand that uh, kids are just like their kids there too. Their kids on the other side, their kids on this side. Like they're all they're all kids. Um, so thinking about them in a in a child like way, not saying that you need to dumb anything down necessarily. You can still talk to them like people. They're still people, but they are they're kids. <laughs> they're kids. They they respond well to cookies. You know, like they're. <laughs> They want to play like they get scared more easily those types of things because they're kids so that's the only the only thing i would say on that that level too but i fully agree with rebecca on that mm -hmm. I, I yeah um yeah i love how you took that from like the <laughs> i was like here on this like area and then you're like and also the cosmic element of it you know like life contracts interest that sort of thing yeah yeah i love that yeah it's all just you know <sighs> i'm always like a big universe down feeler one of my one of my favorite guides is in the chat, nicknamed himself Dragon Man, and I see that because he says hi. That's that's a story oh, yeah. for another day. <laughs> Thank you, CB, for sharing that Dragon Man is invested in this today. <laughs> that's another oh, child-esque yeah. spirit, but as I said, that's a story for another day. <laughs> okay. So on the note of like why we initially wanted to do the live on that level of like understanding kind of lies. I also think this is something in a societal level awakening a lot of people are having. I don't think that things like propaganda and things are working the energetic way that they used to. When our vibration of our planet was a lot lower, when we were operating on essentially like a lower frequency, I think things like propaganda worked a lot better because it was harder for people to energetically feel when something was not true. Now we're reaching into this space where I think even when someone, you know, we see an ad on TV, immediately our energy is like, mm, mm, like, what is this thing about? Um, because we've reached this interesting space in our kind of energetic vibrational raising stuff where we can sense on some very deep subconscious energetic level, truths and not truths and partial truths and those types of things. And they almost have like different colors. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, another thing I would add to that, and this is in part, I posted a video today just promoting the live and some tips that came with that. I think people are being challenged more now than they have been in previous decades to understand what their personal truth looks like. So mm -hmm. I think for the gifts, um, 
that has to do with our beliefs. Where do they come from? Why do we believe that way? Uh, I think spiritualism is a huge part of that. And it's not necessarily because everybody has to believe a particular way. It's because so many people believe in different ways that we're now having to ask ourselves the hard questions. This push for shadow work or mental health, because let's be real, um, they overlap in many ways. So the more that we become aware of ourselves and what truth looks like for us, I think the more aware we're able to read it and understand it either psychologically and or spiritually energetically in other people in headlines and that sort of thing. Can I also just say, I love that we're in a space where individual spirituality is becoming what is the norm. And whether that is an individualized spirituality within a group spirituality system, like people are starting to identify, like even I was talking to my mom about this a little while ago, where her priest in her Catholic church was talking about how he believes everyone should have their own name for God based on their own individual idea of how God shows up for them in the Catholic church. Um, and he, he said that he calls God, uh, well, I think it was beautiful dancer. I'm pretty sure that's what he calls God because that's the relationship he has with God. And I'm like, that is the most individualistic spirituality approach in organized religion that I've ever heard of. And I think that, and I'm seeing this in a bunch of other things as well is like a lot, like all across the board, like individualized spirituality is becoming so much more talked about and understood and whether it's outside of organized religion or inside, like, I think it's starting to really break through. And I'm loving that we get that space to discover ourselves now. And I think it's, it's just really beautiful, because even 10 years ago, that just inherently was not a thing. Like people had individualized spirituality, but it wasn't in mass. It wasn't a lot of people trying to explore that for themselves and share about it without trying to force people to believe exactly what they believe. And now we've swung the other way. And I love that. Yeah, yeah. That's always something that I've been very passionate about, which is asking people what they believe in. And part of that passion, I mean, comes with why I'm incarnate right now, little did I know a long time ago, though part of that passion in just the human context and being here has to do with how so many people from all over the world can believe in different things but also maintain similar moralities, similar um, understanding, similar emotions, mm -hmm. uh, things like love, fear, sadness, like all of those match up and we're all just trying to make sense of it. So we come into the understanding of these higher powers, these gods to try to understand ourselves. And I think, I th like when I, when I look back energetically at why we have gods. And of course, we can get to the mythologies of who came first and why are they here and all of that stuff. Though I also think of how deities are meant to serve a purpose having to do with different things in a human context of like what we're trying to do, why we're trying to do it, different feelings that we have and that kind of thing. And even though the name of the gods change depending on the culture that they come from, you still have these higher figures that are meant to assist as we go about life and understanding truly ourselves better. It just feels like more so in the last mm, 500 plus ish years that turned into rather than understand or understand ourselves better, it turned into, you know, something else. And now we're, I feel like we're doing the pendulum swing back where it's sort of like, okay, but how do we apply this to ourselves now rather than just like looking to the sky and being like, oh, I don't know. Like, does that make sense? 
Yeah. No, it does make sense. And I think I agree with that in a lot of ways. And now we're starting to, to understand. It's, it's also the, the realization that most people are kind of coming to. And I think the pandemic was a huge part of this, of we are all expressions of the universe in our own unique ways. And so we understand our unique stuff, but also our unique stuff in relation to the universe, instead of being like, I was created by this one thing and I need to serve this one thing. It's totally flip-flopping the opposite of like, well, if I'm part of this one thing, then I have every right to, to figure out what I, what part I am and why am I doing this and what direction I need to go in and all of that. And I think because of this shift that we're having and the vibrational raising the planet and all sorts of different things, which is getting really, really deep into woo woo land, which requires, I think a lot of back understanding that I don't think we can fit into an hour, but regardless, um, I also think that a lot of like, that's why a lot of people are turning to things like deity work, et cetera, is we're starting to feel like, wait, the gods are invested again. Like they're paying attention again, which for a while they kind of were like, well, little humans, you mess around and then we'll come back. <laughs> you mess around and then we're going to kind of come peek at you again. Um, like we'll watch you do stuff. And now we have the ability to reconnect. And I think that is also something that people are feeling. And that's, I think why we get a revival in like the different modern paganism stuff of like reviving ancient religions into a modern sense, because we're feeling that same pull. Mm, for sure. Nice. And like yeah. also talking on like a, a level of someone who works with deities deities are also just really funny and they're just like are very fickle they're just higher selves that walked on planet at a certain period of time like that's what they are at a very core level um so they oftentimes will be like oh yeah this is weird that you're doing that right now is that what you do on planet now funky <laughs> what so could be an entire live on itself conversations with deities where they went really is that what's happening right now that's wow why <laughs> or even like personal choices they're like why are you buying that thing what is that thing for what like why do you need that does it give you food and you're like no i just like it and you're like why do you what to just put somewhere like <laughs> yeah <laughs> So many things are happening. We're, we're going to have to do another live on that particular conversation because already I'm just like, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> that and then I'd say some spirit guides that I've run into, especially if they're new to working with their person and they haven't really been around in a few hundred years and they're, they're like excited, but they're also like, what happened? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Like, they're still able to work with their person, but they're just like, cars, right? Like, she drives that thing. Whoa. <laughs> well, yeah, because time is weird. And I think that's the other thing that people don't really understand. They're like, oh, they know exactly what I'm getting to. I'm like, yeah, on a soul journey level, they know what you're doing. On a when you're coming thing, time is super weird for them. So they're like, okay, so you don't have a horse. Why do you not have a horse? <laughs> Horses are needed for movement <laughs> oh no they're not okay <laughs> i'll work with that i one time offered this is super fun this is back when i was a, a uh i really practiced hellenismos like very to the t of like the modern revival of the ancient um hellenistic religion and i didn't have a lot to offer so i offered cheetos to a deity because i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do for this offering so have some cheetos and I remember, I'll never forget it, because Apollo looked at it, he's like, what is that made of? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. 
what do you mean you don't know? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I, there's a lot of things I eat that I don't know what it's made of. And he was like, that's not how humans, sh that's wrong. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, all of that. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's something cool too. What, whether they be guides or also deities that are coming back in and and you know having questions like this, I think it's great that some of them actively do sign up to work with us so that they can learn because they're like, oh yeah, it's different now, and they're excited to be here because of so many shifts that are happening right now. Like, I think about, I think I mentioned this to you too. We certainly talked about it. Like even though everything is wild right now, it is also very exciting. Like we are here to be able to do things in some capacity, to be able to have these conversations, to be able to leave an effect, if if not on the earth, in people's minds so that they may think on things later. Um, side thing, I, <laughs> other times in the underworld doing astral stuff, I was having a conversation with somebody and they were just like, you're human. And I said, yeah, I was like, don't you have pieces of yourself somewhere? And they're like, no, we farm here. And I was just like, right. And they, they looked at me like they were, there was just this, not like this awe, but this sort of like, you can do that. You can be on multiple planes. Like you can do that. And it, it really struck me for a moment. Cause I was like, wow. Yeah. Like we are special that we can do this, that we can go places when we dream. We can go places when we go into astral, we can have these conversations and not be killed for them. Like mm -hmm. it, it was a whole matter of perspective that like, I realized I was being ungrateful. Like I love being here, but like having that perspective where somebody was like, no, I'm pretty sure all of my soul is just right here. I farm. And I was just like, okay, mm -hmm. all right, go about my life. <laughs> Keep walking down the road. That's what people mean when people say like we're multidimensional beings. That's what they mean. Like that's what that means in a tangible way. And like people will throw that out in the new age community all the time. Like, oh, we're multidimensional beings. And oftentimes it's like just fluff and love and light and stuff. But like, not really though. Like we can exist in many different ways all at the same time. And that is a very unique condition of this particular layer of the universe cake. Yeah. Which is cool. Which is cool. I, I, and you know, no, it's never good to get like lost elsewhere and be like, it's okay. I'm a princess somewhere. I mean, you, we very well might be, who knows, but like to at least be able to be like, cool, I can be whatever that is. But what's super cool is I can be here too. And that's mm -hmm. really important. Yeah. Um, I can be like, I get to exist with a different consciousness, which is your body, which your body is a lovely, beautiful being that is a separate consciousness. And when you dream your consciousness and go somewhere else. And so you get to exist in like a, mind level a soul level and a body level all at the same time you're doing it all the time and that's cool yes i love it also wanted to give a huge shout out to my chat right now um all of you are helping each other answer questions on basically learning how to talk to your guides etc i just want to say i super appreciate you educating one another and having these discussions so fantastic <laughs> that's really cool that's really cool I feel, wow, I, I love dancing with Mercury in retrograde, though, lies. Um, so <laughs> okay, we do that every time, though. Every time we've ever done a live together, we're like, we're going to do it on this topic. And then we show up and we're like, so let's talk about all these other things that have come up recently. <laughs> like, okay. Okay, I have a question for you. So mm -hmm. um, 
and because I, I know an answer for myself and I'm curious about how you see if you could better describe that. So I know as a clairvoyant, you very much see with your eyeballs how energy looks like. So when you see a lie and for anybody out there who's listening and your inner eye clairvoyant, this can still apply. It's just seeing it here instead of seeing it here or seeing where it crosses over. So um, when when somebody says a lie, like do you typically see it on a particular place in their body? Does it affect their aura or like what does it look like for you? So <clears throat> seeing state like when someone lies statement wise, I don't necessarily see that energy like leaving their mouths and being like that looks different. It's not necessarily that. What I will say is when I first realized I could like understand when statements were lies and when were not was after my very abusive relationship and I was looking back at it and looking at what I saw energetic wise during that time and trying to compare that with what I was seeing as truth now and trying to figure out the differences. What I will say when someone is being a lie, which is very different than just saying one, it's being a lie when you're existing as a lie, when you're existing in a lie in some capacity, then it affects the way your energy looks very deeply in like an aura level. Honestly, what it looks like is, um, how can I describe it? If energy, if something looks brittle, when you look at it, and you're like, that looks brittle. Like that looks like it could, it could be kicked really hard and shatter. That is, that is, that's when I'm like, ah, someone is not being real. There's a brittleness to how their aura looks. It's almost like a manufactured quality of like, I decided it looks this way. Don't look past it. Don't look past it. And it's like, that's funky. So when I see, I, it's easier for me to see when someone is being a lie versus when they're telling a lie. I more just know and have some inner eyesight when it comes to when someone says a lie. I'm like, ah, that's pretend for the most part. Now, I will say my personal journey, I gaslight myself with that a lot um, because that's me as a person and that's my own journey that I go through when it comes to that. With other stuff, energy stuff, don't gaslight myself at all. I'm like, oh, that energy's this, this energy's that. But when it comes to lies specifically, I gaslight myself because I don't want to harm others and I know that that is something that I I it's my own thing that I that I work on <laughs> on a very regular basis so I'm not going to say I'm a master at it what I will say though is I do have um uh oh god now my brain is not coming up with the synesthesia thank you so I have synesthesia when it comes to words and so if I look at the sentence that you sent like you just said it will have different colors if it is a true sentence versus if it is a not true sentence for the most part it is not an exact science um so with synesthesia stuff, when it comes to like words, those words tend to have holes in them. They look like they have holes in them energetically. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, it makes sense to me. So it's hard to put it into words. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, and, and, and thank you for sharing the fact that you're human and you're doing your best. <laughs> I think that's the best way to put that. Um, and I, I relate to that as well. I, my what is it called when we call it like my toxic trait is i'm a gullible person like uh for me to trust myself over what somebody is telling me it's a it's a skill that i am actively working on and okay. it's so interesting like in consults i'm very much like intuitively turned on because you know and i know you know what this means when people come to you and they're just like this is gonna sound crazy and i don't even know if it's real and already i've got like tracker in the back of my mind of like okay check yeah that's sound mm -hmm, yeah that feels bah, 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 bah. Mm -hmm. um but like in everyday life and i think part of it is i don't 
want to have that tracker on all the time because there will be people who lie who for example someone if somebody comes up and you're like hey how's your day and they're like oh it's great and you get that feeling of like ooh, they just lied to me understand that's not always a they lied to hurt you they may be lying to protect themselves or they just don't want to get into it um so i don't really have that tracker it's so funny i'm calling it a tracker for this purpose today i don't know i, don't know. I get what you're um, talking about like the moral like the, yeah. the validating. you don't have to validate it let's say right. you don't always have the validation on of like okay am i validating this or does that feel off or does this feel like it's sometimes you're just like i'm just trying to get a hamburger like <laughs> yes um something else yeah what you said about looking back at situations and kind of applying the now you to then i have done that a lot i did that with my previous relationship as well and it was super healing because there's there's a way that's not helpful which is if you look back on your relationship and you're like wow that was a choice and blah 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 blah, blah. what where it is helpful is when you can offer that part of you grace to be like okay you were doing the best that you could have done. You had that feeling. You didn't go off of it. That's what happened. And so now you know what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I, when I'm deconstructing relationships in general that I've had to leave, I can look back and be like, okay, what did I learn from that? What did I learn from that? Um, mm-hmm. If it ever gets to a point where I'm looking at something and I'm like, I'm feeling bad about it, or I start to try to dig at myself or something, that's when I take a step back just to be like, okay, that, that person's hurting a bit too much that they're hurting me right now. So let's just take a pause. Um, something that I do that is healing for myself, but also I encourage people to do this with past lives too. If something pops up, but like even versions of you from like 10 years ago, I have a space in my brain where I invite that version of me forward and we have a conversation and I'm just like, Hey, did you know what you did? Okay, so you feel you know what you did? Okay, uh, let's talk about that. And I kind of just do this in my brain a little bit. And then I'm like, cool, I understand why. We understand what happened. We understand it doesn't need to happen again. And then I just mm-hmm. release it. Thanks and release. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do think that is the the hindsight being 2020 element I think that's a very casual way to describe something you could do a lot deeper work with where you're like now I understand why it worked out like that awesome or man I wish I didn't have to do that back then but I get how it was a bad thing now that's wonderful and doing the first step is fantastic but like going back into it deeper and being like oh current me understands that energy and also can now heal with that energy because I understood what I went through to get to that space that's super powerful. And that is a spiritual and magical technique. And I have a very similar like room in my brain for doing that too. It's kind of like inner child work, but it's just all the different versions of you doing inner versions of you work. Um, someone asked a really amazing question. I want to, I want to touch on that. Does it work the same way if someone is knowingly or unknowingly lying to themselves? What I will say when it comes to lying to yourselves, especially if we're doing it in like a reading, um, if I'm doing a reading for you and you're saying like, I think, you know, this, this, and this, if it is a lie to yourself, it's more of a limiting belief or a block when it shows up that way, because you're most likely trying to convince yourself of something that 
doesn't feel aligned being aligned or you know that you're trying to overcome this one thing but you don't necessarily want to talk about that one thing so you're just saying it's this thing over here so to me it more shows up as the energy of like oh there's a limiting belief or block there and then i look at the energy or bug the guides and be like what is that limiting belief or block and that's when we do block pulls or energy work on that space to release or overcome that thing so the energy does look different when someone says the lie that they're telling themselves i'm always like mm. Look at that being a block or limiting belief coming into your space. Um, but we all do that. And also sometimes it's a way of coping. And sometimes when I'll, if someone's lying to themselves and they say something to me and it's blatantly a lie to themselves, that doesn't necessarily mean that I will engage upon that lie and do block work or belief work on that lie or that needs to be done because one, not always my place. And two, that, they might still need that as a space and a structure to hold themselves because it's important to them in this journey that they're on right now. Uh, something, and this, this brings it back to something I was going to mention, then forgot and I remembered again. So I guess it's important. Um, so you work a lot with clairvoyance in this regard, or at least how we've talked about so far, I'm sure other, uh, skill sets come in as well, especially claircognizance. <laughs> um, for me, I am primarily, at least in this regard for lies, I usually primarily feel it in my like physical feelings. So, um, clairsentience. So if it's like, oftentimes if I feel really bad about something that somebody told me, it hits me like in the gut and it hits me like right around here where it's just a sort of like clunk though. If it's a limiting belief, like what you're talking about, where somebody's telling themselves a lie, it hits me here. <laughs> um, and it's not like a hit hit, but it's just more of like, there's this part energetically around my muscles that goes ooh which is usually an indicator of somebody is trying to silence themselves because that's connected here to the throat or sometimes it might feel a little bit here but typically with a lie someone's telling themselves it usually hits around here on me i'm curious uh in the chat if other people have experienced that before <laughs> no other people on my end were saying things like they feel lies on the top of their head like if someone lies they like get a physical sensation there too and i will say i um I also have a lot of clairsentience. For me, it'll usually come where the block is located because we do hold them in our physical space a lot of the time because they're held in our energy, but we are represented currently in this physical body. So that part of your energy is held. The, the block can oftentimes be there. So I have gotten like my fro my voice will go all froggy in the middle of a consultation being like, oh, I can't talk. I'm like, oh, you got a throat block going on. What are we doing in here? Like <laughs> someone does something in the throat. Um, or a lot of times, and this happens especially with um, women or female presenting people, um, especially in like the, the sacral chakra place or the womb space, ancestral blocks live there for a lot of people who have that womb space. Um, that's where a lot of ancestral blocks will happen because they have gathered all of the ancestral trauma of that line and they like hold it in that space. So if I get pain or sensation there, I'm like, oh, we gotta look at some ancestral blocks sitting in your zone because there's stuff going on in that in that space for you. So yes, definitely not exactly what you feel in that way, but that just shows how like I have placentience, you have placentience. It can present differently with the same information because it's an individual experience. So exactly. just in case you guys need help with that, <laughs> that's a concrete example. Yeah, um, and it's really just learning your language, and that's why looking back in time can be so helpful because in some capacity your psychic senses were still around so it's kind of like utilizing what you've learned here applying them to then they will be more enhanced um something else i just thought of and this is kind of combo clairsentience but also for me it would be um inner eye clairvoyance sometimes with lies it feels like 
picking energy out here rather than picking energy here, here, or here. So it's sort of like there's this, it's not fuzzy energy, but it's just like weird prickle energy that's just kind of out here. And when people do it, it's almost like they're energetically pulling at it. Um, I've seen people do this when they're fast talking, which can also be a manipulation tactic depending on uh, why they're doing that. Um, fast talking, psychologically speaking, from my understanding, and I'm not a psychologist, but from my understanding, it's when people talk faster than you to try and make you think that they're more legitimate because they can come up with more information quickly. Though I've also noticed with some fast talkers in the instance of a lie, their pitch gets higher or like the resonance gets higher. And it's like, well, you know, and, and, and this and this and this, and it, it's even feeling that is more like, and it, it's almost like taking the energy and putting it here rather than feeling it from somewhere like here. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, it does. That totally makes sense. Like, I completely know exactly what you're, you're getting at and feeling with that space. What I will also say too is it's, I, I highly recommend if you're someone who does kind of second guess yourself, like we just mentioned that we do, especially when it comes to other people lying to you and like real life stuff, that is the beauty of this app or social media in general. Scroll through and see what feels like a lie. What does not? This is great with like celebrity photos because they're all freaking doctored. Be like, which ones are more doctored? Which ones are not? And how do I feel that lie? And whatever. And like, like moving through that sort of space, like you have ability to practice or doing it with commercials that come on TV. Be like, what are the things they're not telling us? I, I can feel this energy. There's something there. And that is a really easy way to start experimenting and seeing in your language, in your spiritual language, how does these energy of lies show up for you? Um, yeah, that's the easiest way to start playing with it. So then you can recognize it in the wild when it's not in a safe and controlled little rectangle that you're scrolling through. Yeah, um, I also I get a feeling um, there's an Instagram page. It's covert underscore narcissist underscore info. I think I'm if I'm saying that correctly, uh, just because there, there do be a lot of narcissists out there and the covert narcissist can be very hard to spot. Certainly not every lie equals narcissist. And I just want to point that out there. And like people lie for a variety of reasons, though, since we both brought up gaslighting and like gaslighting ourselves or having felt gaslight in previous relationships, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there are, tools you can utilize to feel less crazy so that at least because that that's the hard thing too i know some people they're still actively engaged with uh people who are actively lying to them mm -hmm. so it can be very difficult to claw your way out of that and understand the energy of lies but what i can tell you from personal experience the more you get away from that, the more you put in boundaries, the more you get the mental health that you need just for your own sanity, um, the easier it becomes to spot these things. You can add the energy element to it, yes. You can add the psychological element to it, yes. Though the just intuitive sort of like, ooh, I'm not going to repeat treating myself the way that past me was in that situation, etc. Um, so just saying it can get easier. I say this from my personal experience. Good call out. <laughs> and I appreciate that. And it does definitely get easier. The other thing um, with that too, just on this note, it is not anybody's job. It's not your job just because you perceive someone is lying to call them out on that lie. You don't have to. 
Um, and I never want anyone to think that like, that's just because you can understand a lie is happening. The only actions you need to control are your own and your own understanding with that. So like, it is just, we talk about this with spiritual stuff all the time because people are like, oh, I want to open up my psychic abilities. And then they have this huge block. But if I do, I have to give them to everybody. Like I have to be in tune for everyone. I have to Long Island medium at the grocery store and go tell people about their grandma that's passed. You don't, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do with your abilities literally ever like this is your psychic gifts you don't have to do anything with them that you don't want to do if you don't feel aligned with helping people in that way if maybe you just want you want to learn to you know talk to ghosts for your own personal journey and your own personal exploration amazing that's perfect you don't have to share it you don't have to tell anybody about it and that same goes like if you're sensing someone's lying you are not under the obligation of doing something about it and i know it might feel that way because that is something that society has built into us and sometimes you might want to do something about it but you don't have to you don't have to so just keep that in in mind for yourselves because i don't want anyone to be like great i learned how to sense these things and now every time i go to the grocery store i gotta call someone out on their bullshit or every time i go to my family dinners i have to constantly be battling these lie things or anytime i see you lie online i gotta engage in those comment sections you don't Mm -hmm. yeah uh mm-hmm. oh there was a, i literally was saying yeah because it was like and point and then the point went somewhere cough, cough. mercury retrograde cough cough <laughs> <laughs> somewhere out there um yeah oh it came back okay i was just like i guess it's no <laughs> just <laughs> kind of had to go out and come back so it's gonna be even better this time um once again this is going a little bit full circle as well knowing whether or not to call somebody out on their lie can sometimes say a lot more about you just in the sense of you need to know yourself on what truly matters to you on whether or not to call out somebody else's lie like Mm -hmm. there are plenty of people out there on the interwebs who are so ready to call out all these other people i mean we see it as psychics like people being like we're gonna call you out and i'm like okay cool have you um analyzed yourself recently like do you hold yourself to the same standard perhaps they do and good for them um but i i'm very much a person who picks my battles because i've only got so much energy every day and i care very greatly for myself i care very greatly for my friends, my family, who I work with, uh, who I may be affecting by making videos like this. I care very much. So the first step is looking at, is that a battle I want to pick? Or is that just a like, okay, they're living that. They believe that's their truth. Maybe I don't feel like it is their truth, but all the same, I don't, I don't need to, you know, do some non-consensual psychic read on them just to be like well have you thought about this today like that's not appropriate and i don't need to put my energy towards that Mm -hmm. i fully agree and it's very like circling way back around back to like the scamming accounts or people that are trolling or those types of things um truthfully it's one of those when people ask like well how do you handle negative comments or you handle criticism or you handle non-believers and like that is their journey the end it's their journey and they're on it. I am not one to judge their journey. I'm not going to judge your journey. Do I think you could do things differently instead of being an asshole in someone's comments? Totally. But I'm not going to engage in that necessarily. I let that be what it's going to be a lot of the time because 
that's their own space and I give everyone the freedom and the love and the caring to figure that out on their own. Um, it doesn't have to be in my space and I will block and delete and things like that. But that is that same energy of being like, wow, I don't have to fight with you because I'm not going to change your mind. I'm not going to help you realize the lies you're saying. So merry meet, merry part, merry meet again, sending you love. Goodbye. Like, and that's enough. That's enough. Well, it comes down to there's a difference between somebody who maybe doesn't believe what we're talking about and somebody who's just mean. And that's, that's where I draw the line. Cause I, I have comments on my ghost skits of people being like, I don't know if I believe in this, but it's entertaining to watch. And I'm like, great, that's fine. I'm always open to that. I'm not on this platform to be like, you have to believe. No, that's, I would have been exhausted a long time ago. Um, the people who I delete comments from and block are the people who are bullying me. Those are the ones who they're not adding anything to the conversation they're just being mean for the sake of being mean. They're not, once again, they're not adding anything to the conversation. And yeah, some of the things that they say feel hollow. And that's another thing with lies, how you were just, how you were saying like this kind of constructed presence in an aura. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, it, it feels hollow. It feels like this sort of like space where truth would have been. Mm -hmm. So yeah, once again, choosing battles. Yeah. I also think it's really important to note that just like truth is a nuanced concept that is entirely based on our perception. And we discover some sort of truth at one point in our lives. And then we discover that that truth is way more complicated two months later. And then we discover five months later than that, that the entire truth is actually a really, really big thing, but over here instead of over here, like there's a million different things there too. So oftentimes when we'll say you're lying and that's not how that happened, that is how that person perceived that it happened. And that doesn't ring the same as when someone concretely knows that they are lying and they are trying to produce a falsehood. Like those two things are very, very different. So that one thing I would also say is like when it comes to space, like maybe with your partner or something like that, um, when it's more of a, you're more hard invested we're invested with our hearts in these spaces that doesn't necessarily mean like because you feel what they're saying is incorrect because of an energy or because you know it happened differently to you it always is important to keep perspective and nuance which is the other thing with psychic stuff that we deal with all the time like i don't know about you i don't want to speak for you but i have a feeling of a very similar experience in readings there's so much nuance and understanding that has to go into it like if someone's like tell me about my future soulmate oftentimes guides are like you can't do that. You can tell them these things though. You can tell them about these spaces because they're going to hyper-focus on it or sure, tell them about their soulmate. They're not going to meet them for another 40 years, but you're not allowed to tell them that. Like there's a million different things that can come in that are all very nuanced and very complicated and very like, you have to have context. Humans exist in gray areas constantly all the time anyway. So I just want to throw that out there on the notion of like truth is 100% a matter of perspective. Lies are not though. Lies are not always a matter of perspective. Lies are also choices and sometimes people are choosing to lie those are the things i think we're talking about mostly of us being able to see like this was a choice you made on purpose for manipulation or other reasons versus truth being a matter of perspective and them telling their truth might be not fully accurate yeah just jumping off of that too because everything you're saying yes um we any anybody who predicts whether this is the psychic or the meteorologist or the stockbroker, anybody who predicts is trying to find the most truth. Mm -hmm. Though the reality is it hasn't happened yet. And we have free will. The mm -hmm. more we come into our free will, the more we can utilize our free will. So that's that's where the percentage is off. You know, it's mm -hmm. kind of like with weather. So rarely is it a hundred percent chance of rain. Um, so rarely 
in psychic predictions do I see like very specific 100% on this day at this time this is going to happen now can it happen absolutely uh can multiple psychics in different locations all sync up on the same thing yeah that's what we want <laughs> um that's validation and that's beautiful though once again with general everyday kind of lifey stuff it can change which yeah which is why in future sight i i know we both kind of talked like well this is the option right now but we'll see <laughs> like, mm -hmm. it's well, true today awesome. don't know if it's going to be true tomorrow if you get that coffee at that one shop that you hate but like you know uh-huh well that's the other thing that's the other thing that's why it's so important to have other spiritual friends or other or know other people that are kind of psychic in a different way than you like we do it for each other all the time and other people within our community where i'll text her back and be like i just got this huge download of this sort of thing did you have you perceived anything like that and Rebecca's usually like yeah but it looked like this for me and I'm like okay cool so we're just like building <laughs> off of the same cosmic story fantastic we love that so that's also why it's important and if you don't have that community that's why we're having the gathering too just to kind of circle back there too it's like so you can have that we literally want people to leave with spiritual friends that they can text the way that we text each other or Crystal Lynn or you know Theron in your case or like all these other other people that can like validate information that we're picking up on using their own unique sets of psychic abilities it's so helpful I, can't, I just can't stress it enough it is so helpful and there's something to be said as well because i do this oh, even with some of the readers oh what one of my scam accounts just joined the live yeah what? that's me what? I'm wondering. I did. That is joined. It told wow. me like it was like at like her underscore of words to just join the live or something like that. It was like something, some variation. It was a picture of my face though. It's not me. Wow, they're fishing in the lives now. That's uh I mean, I if you just want to follow me and you join my lives, please do that from your own account. I would love to have you here. You don't need to make a fake account of me um in order to do that. I don't know if they're screen grabbing. I don't know what the deal is, but Anyway, I just saw that. So uh, that's ballsy. <laughs> Paige, it's the audacity for me. <laughs> yeah. uh, that, that's so bold, like wearing white to someone else's wedding. They know what they're doing. I know, right, Steph? Like, hot damn. But that's not, okay. that's not their truth. <laughs> um. One, one thing I was going to mention, and then uh, I believe I'll need to pop off from here. Um, no, me too. <laughs> yeah, one, one of the things, and we've talked about this too, in building community and building other people who can channel these things. Um, my favorite thing to do is I'll, I'll get some download on something. And I'll already have, like, I'll have my little, like, <laughs> it feels like a present. I'll have my little present ready. And I'll just be like, like when I when I contact you or when I contact Rebecca or Theron or some other um, folks who are going to be at the conference already and um, it, it turns out it's like hey I got to read on this and then I'll leave it at that I'll be like if this resonates with you and you want to look into that uh, I would love to hear your viewpoint and then it turns into a like okay what did you see well this is what I saw um, and I think that's what's so beautiful about having community where multiple people can look into something and we can all just kind of cross-reference each other because we're all working with different folks, which is even cooler. So, um, yeah, for anybody 
who's still kind of looking for something to do in January, I can already guarantee you there are going to be some wonderful people there between readers and vendors and people who have just regular admission, VIP admission, and we're going to be there too for the speed read event ourselves. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just, ah, I'm so excited. Every time I talk about it, I just get like this warm feeling in me and I just love it. All right. Liker of words, zero one, one commented. Scandal. So I just had to block them because what the fuck? <laughs> Dare I even ask what they said? They tagged somebody. Oh, so they're trying to talk to them. Oh, wow. Okay. So I they got reported and blocked. I was just like, while you're saying that, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So anyway, that happened. Um, but I agree with everything you were saying as far as the conference and like that like wonderful space of like getting to be together mm -hmm. and like getting mm -hmm. to have that collaboration is it's amazing. So, sorry to be look distracted and being like, no, you're good. I was just like, whatever you're doing, I'm going to trust that it's for a purpose. <laughs> Why is it occurring? <laughs> but no, sorry. Sorry for like, you're I was like, the fuck? Wow. Awesome. I, um, that is the most Mercury retrograde shit to be talking about lies and have a living walking lie. Just like how hop in and comment. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, this is, this is, this is, it exists in that way. Oh, well, it's been so much fun. I do have to sign off too, but I do just want to say, um, everyone, if you've never had a reading with Rebecca, you should get one. Rebecca is awesome. Advice <laughs> to you. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I have people who come to me who have seen you and they talk about things and then like I talk about things and they're like, Oh, I didn't tell you that, but Emily said that too. And I'm like, Great. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Yep. I do the same. I have the same. I have had multiple people who talk to you first and then talk to me and then we like bounce off through another human. So like so love that. Love that so much. Um <laughs> Yeah, someone just said, do you use moderators? I do, but I totally surprised them with this live, like, way late to the game. And I was like, if you can't make it, I totally understand. So that is on me. Um, I will 100% say that. It's been a wild week. Um, so, yeah. my mods, too. Whenever, because I, I know they have, like, all busy lives. And whenever I'm like, hey, if y'all could join, that'd be great. But if you can't, I understand. So thank you. <laughs> so thank you, mods, for being here. <laughs> and I did have D, D was in here earlier. And I was like, that's thankful. But if, like, they had hop off, like, I totally, I totally, I threw this at them like a softball. So we're just going to, like. <laughs> um yeah but yeah definitely check out rebecca's stuff also if you want to come hang out with us in person it's going to be an intimate gathering like it truly is intimate it's like a little bit over 100 people like it's not huge um we're gonna hang out together it's gonna be super fun we're gonna do magic stuff we both have talks krista has a talk Darren has a talk rebecca's gonna do workshop like we have so much stuff um yeah so absolutely oh someone had to snoop they tagged someone who's had a lot of video replies from a lot of spiritual creators so they tagged somebody to try to get them to also copy i guess i don't fucking know weird shit anyway i keep getting distracted by the comments sorry i you're good i'm just like i just okay i just can't i'm just i i'm honestly like just in awe like i just I appreciate you, you, you did, did. I'm glad we caught it and we got to have this experience together as a group. 
Um, yeah. But anyway, come hang out with us if you're interested in joining the conference. We both have links in our bio, or you can go to spiritual sacredspacesgathering.com. Yeah. Save it. Save it. <laughs> <laughs> also, I know you'll post this to your YouTube. I'll also probably post it to mine. Rebecca is way more prompt than I am, though. So I will try to do it soon. <laughs> you know, but, but, uh, <laughs> with this being the month and everything, yep. <laughs> but it, it will go up on my YouTube eventually, so long as all the things work out. So, <laughs> well, it was nice chatting with you. I appreciate yeah. you. Likewise, I appreciate you. I know my folks appreciate you. I appreciate everybody who joined today, and thanks again to my mods, my patrons. Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you also to everyone on my side. You guys are fantastic. And this was really fun energy. And thanks for hanging out. And yeah, we'll see you on the next slide. <laughs> Yay! Which might be in person. Yay! Uh -huh. ah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. Bye.